Welcome to the Money Shot Podcast. We're here to take a look at what's been going on in the business news, review the strategy behind it, and also, not only all those things, but see how you can implement it to your business. What a bumper thing of things to do. I mean, I don't know how we have time. How do we have time? How do we balance work and our social lives and podcasts? Seeing as we're, you know, multinational podcast superstars. And also, awesome, boring in our own lives. Yeah, <laughs> COVID helps, I guess. <laughs> this week in the news, mm-hmm. Goldman Sachs had a bunch of its workers come out. They tried to unionize, as well, you to say, and basically came out around sort of fairly dire working conditions, and not the sort of sweatshop factory. Like occasionally, I get hit by, you know moving Indiana pistons Jones and things like but in the sense that they were working 95 hour weeks um, yeah. for kind of shit money and not really much benefit I mean probably not bad money but when you work it out on an hourly rate probably below minimum wage yeah and um, was this specific I mean I know this is a thing in investment banks but was it specifically highlighting Goldman Sachs and New York or was it a global thing for Goldman Sachs or what? I feel like it's probably going to, um, given anecdotal stories I've had around working in big banks, hmm. it's, it's going to be everywhere. I mean, it's, it definitely is everywhere. But I was just wondering, you know, when it came out, was it just New York, Goldman Sachs? This is what we're all... That word, I can't remember. Indoctrinated into taking. Thank you kindly. Um, so, it's you know, we haven't got a choice, but in New York, in Goldman Sachs, that's what you do. Yeah. Whereas, oh, London's like, oh, no, we only work 35 hours. It's great here. Clearly, that's not a thing. (laughs) Okay, cool. So, I mean, that's what's been happening in the news. But I guess the wider question there is about work-life balance and, I guess, trying to make it a bit more relevant for our audience, business owners, how you combine the work and the socials and the life part of it. Because these people, having known a few of them, they are fresh out of university, 21, 22. They, they, I mean, they know what they're signing up for. Nobody goes to an investment bank thinking, oh, this will be a nine to five. Yeah. You know what you're letting yourself in for, and you're doing it on the basis of, I am going to get treated like crap. I'm going to be on below minimum wage, and people will be like, yeah, I know it's midnight, but go and get me a coffee. And if you have to go home and make it and bring it back in, I don't care. That's what you do. Yeah. You're scum right now. But if you can stick it out for the next two, three years... You'll be on two, three, four hundred thousand a year. And, you know, that's kind of the payoff. That's the payback. I feel like people know that. And, okay, I guess it is wrong to make anyone work 95 hour weeks. But it's not like they don't know what they're letting themselves in for. Are we allowed to use that as an excuse for bad things happening? It's tricky. It's a tricky thing because what you're doing is also you're using that kind of gauntlet mm. as a way to weed out people who probably don't want to be there so you're saying yeah. this is this there's this phenomenally hard task and if you get to the end of it you'll be rewarded F- knowing full well you'll get rid of 95 percent of the people 
and you make it so hard that yeah. you only get kind of the real staunch believers in the whole thing. I mean, I can't see an upside though, because yes, you get the staunch believers, or you get the people who are really good at functioning whilst high on coke. Yeah. Because that's pretty much the only way most of these people get through it. Which is why I think it's it's probably not the right way to do it. Because, as you said, you just find people who are physically able to endure that level of pain and be okay. And that's not thing to look for. Yeah, that's not really what... You- yeah. What you want when you're looking for the smartest people in the room. You don't want like, oh, what's your, you know, your business uh, business development bank full of? It's full of psychopaths. <laughs> but they hate sleep. So, they you know, there is sleep that. And they operate exceptionally well on three Diet Cokes and a Red Bull. But like, yeah. are they any good at, any good at like, okay. economics and maths and stuff? No, no, they're fucking terrible at that. But they're really good at staying up all night. Well, that guy used to get me pizza at four o'clock in the morning. So he's now the CEO. <laughs> This guy, like, stabbed a dog for me. So, like, he must be a good banker. That's not things, is it? (laughs) Yeah. So, I feel like maybe their recruitment policies are slightly flawed. But it's a very... Investment banking is a very male-dominated, very testosterone-fueled, alpha sort of environment where, you know, I've heard of people just getting into full-on fistfights when they're trying to sell things over the phone to people. And that's kind of encouraged. That's what they want because they want people who are going to be basically dicks. And I remember one of my friends used to be an investment banker. And he said every time they put a trade on, if it didn't work, they were like, when in trouble, double. And so just double up your position. And so your losses potentially just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But they did it on the basis of, well, eventually it'll turn around. And when it does, I'll have such a big position. It doesn't have to move that much. And I'll get my money back. That's probably not something a sensible person would do. At some stage, they'd be like, mm, this was a bad idea. I should cut my losses and walk away and try again next time. They kind of try and foster the attitude of, nah, don't do that. Quitting's for losers. Yeah, don't back down. Yeah. Never admit you were wrong. Just keep on going for it. Do you think that's the worry then of what like AI and uh, machine-based trading brings? It's like, Sense. you're never going to write a program that's like, well, if you're losing loads of money, just fucking go for it. Like, you know, no one would write that program, but here you are so telling a bunch of grads to be like, just go crazy kids. bullish. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, possibly. I mean, that's fundamentally what caused sort of the CDO thing. It's, it's greed on a mega scale condensed into the hands of a handful of people mm. who have got access to billions and billions of pounds to just have a play with. And it's not their money. They don't really care. So, yeah, it doesn't seem like a sensible thing to do. So that's, this, that, that, that's the investment banking. It's probably an entire series on its own. So probably. We'll, we'll move slightly on from that. So let's go more into the work-life balance side of it. If you're working 95 hours in a week, probably you're not doing much else. No. So you've got to ask yourself, what is the motivation? And for a lot of people setting up their own business, they will have a normal nine to five or a job of some description, and then will do a side hustle to try and get themselves started. It's kind of rare for someone to just go all in. I'm like, well, I reckon this will work. I'll quit everything and have no safety net and just give it a go. Or or you're in a position where you were like, well, I don't need to worry, so I can just commit. But that's such a rare opportunity, which is like you either had an exit or... And that's one of the things I wanted to bring up, which is, or you're just incredibly young. Yeah. You live in a home and you've got no expenses. Like, you, you're sort of, 
you're very uh, very young in your career and one of the things you've done is you know like the fact that you're considering doing a side hustle or whatever means you're probably pretty bright and actually school's not taxing you and you're like well i could could get incredibly good at call of duty or <laughs> i could which is a side hustle nowadays but whatever you know, you, or, or i could become a fulfilled by amazon seller or something yeah yeah and, and do it that way so there is there are opportunities where you can be unencumbered by responsibility but majority of people are encumbered by it yeah and so last year i want to say there were eight hundred ninety-five thousand businesses started in the uk something like that your stats guy does that sound about right didn't get to prepare this so, so yeah i've just just have it. a guess it's totally right yeah yeah cool okay excellent Please don't check that. But yeah, we'll say it's right. One in one in seventy people started a company. Well, it's sort of sounds vaguely like vaguely about nine hundred thousand. Right, yeah. Then yeah. So, to be fair, most of them could well have been unemployed during COVID. So, but it, I guess in normal circumstances, it is something that you do with a bit of a safety net. And so, to start your own business, you've already got a time commitment. Probably got a time commitment of a few hours a day. Hmm. You're now adding on another commitment to do that. Where does your life fit into it? You've got to kind of take that viewpoint, haven't you? Of either this side hustle I'm doing is part of my life. I really like archery, so I'm going to become an archery teacher. Don't know where that came from. Um, so you're going to do something that is already your hobby and your passion. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's, it's fine. This is still my fun. So this is the work life balance still is stayed the same, but I'm now getting paid for it. Happy days. Or you have to have, I guess, the faith that it will work out enough so that you can quit your day job. So that there is a delayed gratification here of, well, yeah, I'm going to give up all of my evenings and all of my weekends for the next two years. But if I do that, the payback will be I get eight hours a day, nine to five, Monday to Friday, completely free to myself yeah. when I can quit my day job because my side hustle can pay the all the bills now. What's... Work-life balance, what's the point? Where's the? How do you decide if that's worth it? And is it worth it for most people, given an awful lot of businesses don't work or don't generate that much money? Where do you think, what is that line and how do you make that decision of, is it worth becoming self-employed? Is it worth taking on the risks and the potential 24-hour-a-day sort of stress of being a self-employed person versus someone who can just, yeah, I go to work for eight hours and then I leave? That's the end of my thinking process about work. I think it's tricky because I think a lot of people do yeah, a lot a lot of employment has often felt to me like people do things to get paid and that's kind of the end of it and then you know there's not a huge amount of satisfaction in it. And I don't think I know many people who are like, I just love going to work. Oh, I love doing it, blah 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 blah, and it's fine. I don't think people start side hustles just purely on the fact that like they want to have a side hustle or they want to do something else. There is usually, I feel, like this element of like, oh, I'd like to make more money or like I'd like to be disentangled from my current employment. Mm -hmm. But like, I think a lot of people become aware these days that a job is not for life anymore. Like you're not employed forever and actually getting rid of an employee is relatively straightforward for an employer. It's not what it used to be. You know, I'm sort of like, well, you can't get rid of me. I'm, I'm sort of entrenched in this employment. And so those kind of like underlying 
uneasiness on sort of continued employment has probably fed into the side hustle kind of stuff, which is like, well, I should go and find a way to be a bit more independent from another thing. So maybe maybe there's a lot more side hustles because people are a bit more worried about employment. Everyone's paranoid about how easily they can lose their job. And I guess the rise of the zero hour contract, people are like, I have no job stability or security now. Yeah. So effectively being an employee, you are self-employed. You just have the one customer. Yeah. And as soon as your one customer is like, yeah, no, we don't need you anymore. It's like, oh, crap. My self-employed business, being a PAYE employee, has now gone. Yeah. Whereas at least if you're doing a side hustle, you've got, you know, five, ten, a thousand customers. So at least if one of them goes, it's not the end of the world. I think, so I was talking to one of my uh, clients the other day, and obviously he's fairly far along in his investing journey. And so he's got a shit ton of money. And we were sort of chatting about like, well, okay, what are you going to do? Here's what you can do so you never have to worry about money ever again. Now what? And he was sort of, you know, we were having that conversation about no one's ever been on their deathbed. Deathbed? The way they've lost their hearing. Sorry, what? Exactly. No one's ever been on their deathbed and said, I wish I made more money. But people, I mean, I don't know that many people on a deathbed, but people are always more likely to say, oh, I wish I'd spent more time with friends and family. I wish I'd done more adventuring stuff, travel more, et cetera, et cetera. And so there's a crap load of other things that you put off because we're all chasing money, because it is a necessity to an extent, but it's probably not as necessary as we make it sound or seem to ourselves in order to do a lot of things that we could do. But it's like, oh, well, I can't do that. Let's just kick the can down the road. I'll wait until I've got X amount of money in the saving account or this much of a, you know, this much salary, whatever it might be. And then we never quite get there because you then buy a bigger house and so your outgoings increase so your surplus never gets there you never save all that sort of stuff where how do you think people you know i'm a i'm a wannabe minimalist i like to think i am but it turns out i own a crap load of stuff yeah. so that's disappointing um i'm letting myself down <laughs> but how do you think someone could go through that process of a bit like life design i guess of like what do you actually want out of life and then how do you get there? Whether you keep your job, whether you go the side hustle route, how do you balance that work life? And so one of the things I've said to people before is like, imagine if you won 50 million, 10 million, whatever it was, and you no longer had to work at all, what would you do? And I know we've had this conversation and you want to become a Mexican um, or work in a Mexican restaurant, something like that. There's a lot more to it than that. <laughs> that was the simplified version. <laughs> Would you like to carry on? No, no, carry on. So, but no, you have a list of things that you'd be like, oh, that'd be quite cool to do. And as soon as money's taken away as a, well, yeah, but I can't do that because I actually have a mortgage to pay for, a poppy to pay for, all of those real world responsibilities. Like, yeah, no, you don't get to just be a blur. It's probably possible if you really, if like that was your absolute burning desire and someone said, you've got six months to live. Do you want to carry on going into work nine to five for the next six months? Or these are all the other things. And obviously they're massively extreme examples of if you've got six months left to live, you're like, fuck all this stuff. I'm doing blah, whatever it might be. And that's a very unrealistic scenario to try and put yourself in because it's not real. You have to deal with the consequences, but there's probably a middle ground somewhere between all of those things. How do you get that balance right? Go. The, the tricky thing comes in this is, 
I mean, lots of people say, like, so if you're trying to start a company, you need to be older because you've got a bit more experience of what's going on. But the problem with being older is there is potentially more people relying on you or more responsibility involved in it. And that makes it trickier to do because, as you say, you've got a finite number of hours in the day. And if you're trying to earn money to look after a set of expenses, people... <laughs> Sorry, is that what we call them? That's a, that's a stark uh, snapshot into how you think about things. <laughs> yeah. I've got all the expenses in my life. <laughs> a wife and kids. <laughs> um, and then there's this, you know, thing when you're young, where you're kind of, you're kind of unencumbered and you can just go for it. And like it can go wrong massively and it not really f- mess anything up. Yeah. Um, but equally, you are going to probably mess it up because you're young and have no idea what's going on. And like, I'm not saying that like old people are guaranteed to succeed. Oh, right, and young people are guaranteed to mess up. And yeah, I know Mark Zuckerberg dropped out of college, and you know all that kind of stuff. But but look at him presiding over what the biggest negative influence on the world, probably after petroleum. That's you know not a great accolade. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I look at myself now, and now I really would love to start a company these days, you know, like, yeah. I, and the amount of time that's needed to start a company, and you're like, oh, I've got that time. Like, I've got a full-time job and a child and a wife and another child coming, and, you know, and, like, some friendships that I quite like to keep and stuff like that, and I do look at it and you go, oh, well, actually, on, on, you know, if I, if I sum all this up, maybe I don't want to start a company because... I'm I'm pretty full as it is, as it is and you know what would that sad. company bring to you yeah. that losing all of those other things it would be worthwhile yeah and it probably it 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 really would have to be an awful lot to to get rid of all of the things that I currently do and for most people it would be like well I want to do all those things I'm going to lose out on but I want to do them in the future so I want to start a, a business on the side because then I'll have loads of time to hang out with friends. It's that stupid analogy. Have you heard of the Mexican fisherman thing? Must have seen that one. Like some Mexican sat by this. I don't know why we're stuck on Mexican now. I think it's because you want a burrito. Um, it breathes fishing at the side of a, whatever you fish off. Lagoon. There we go. Let's say that. Um, and an American businessman turns up and was like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just hanging out. I've caught a fish. So I'm just hanging out here. I'm going to go play with my mates, play some guitar and go home. I was like, all right, sound. And the American business was like, oh, well, you know, I've got an MBA. What you should do is get your lazy ass out and go fish for some more, sell the fish that you don't eat to your friends and family, make some money, buy a boat, buy a fleet of boats, buy a cannery, raise, like IPO it, make a crap load of money. And the guy's like, okay, cool. And then what? He's like, and then you can afford to sit on the side of a lagoon and only fish once and then go hang out with your mates and then go and see your wife. So he's like, okay, cool. So I could do a shitload of other stuff to do what I could do right now. And as you've just said, it's like, well, I'd have to give up on my friends, my family, my hobbies, running a thousand kilometers in a year, for example. Um, all I'll those things. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to do all of that. You'd have to give up all of those things to focus on a business that would then allow you to do all of those things. It's kind of a, it kind of makes no sense, does it? Which, which is why. Everyone should stop listening to us. Why why doing a business or anything for the idea of money, as we've just proven, is a terrible idea. So, like, start something, absolutely. But you've got to sort of believe in something bigger than 
getting paid because you're already currently getting paid and like and if needs must if you're not getting paid then fair enough but you are basically just giving yourself a job yeah and, and also you're probably not you're not going to be like well i'm gonna spend two years trying to you know you know you're not going to spend two years if you weren't currently getting paid you weren't going to spend two years not getting paid to do something no but you're going to do something quick and yeah quick and try and make money you're not going to try and do invent a new thing you're going to sell something that's pre-existing that there is a steady cash flow is arguably going to be limited by the fact that like shit i need to make some money otherwise well, I'm you will go. become a self-employed delivery driver because it's something you can just tap straight into earn money from day one yeah so okay so i i believe i believe in the the entrepreneur and the 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 that spirit but i guess the real thing is you've got to really believe in it for a a bigger reason other than I might get paid more than I currently get paid. Because really, oh, really the argument is just, well, just work harder at your current job or, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, Well, no, I'd, I'd sort of say there's two streams here. There's one where it's like, I don't want to work for someone else, but I'm happy to give up the same amount of time I'm currently giving up for the same, roughly same sort of money, maybe a little bit more. And so I will become self-employed. I'll do stuff, you know, I'll become a, I was a web designer for a company. I'll become a freelance web designer. Mm. I don't love it, but it pays the bills. And if I go self-employed, I still work the same number of hours, but maybe I'm a bit more in control. I can decide to earn less next year because I'm going to do a bit more hanging out with friends and family, Mm. or I'm going to hang out with them a little bit less, earn a bit more, whatever it might be. So I guess that's one reason to start a business. And then the other one, I think probably the better one, is start a business for a reason outside of just money. And so if you can have a positive impact, you can add value to a group of people, whatever that might look like, that's probably a better, more sustainable balance because you won't see the work part as much as work. But it's going to be tying into a value that you really um, believe in. Whereas like, it's quite hard to find... As much people like to say, it's quite hard to find a job where you're like, I absolutely align with the company's values. Yeah. Because it doesn't really exist because you're, it's someone else's value chain and you're just sort of going, well, I sort of believe with 90% of it. I believe enough to turn up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think work-life balance is, or, or, it's not, it's not something you can get wrong. There is no right answer. As long as, as long as you're okay with it. And to have someone tell you you're doing it wrong is is almost certainly a big red flag to tell them to go fuck shut. themselves. Yeah, no, no. But don't believe, don't don't ever feel that like it's incurable. Like if you're like this is shit and I'm having a terrible time, then that that is a good sign to do something. But it does. It, it also, if someone says I would never do that, you're having a you know you've got a terrible work life balance and you're having a great time. Well, that's fine. Yeah, don't feel like you're having a shitty time because someone else thinks you're... Yeah, if you're having a great time with however your work-life balance is currently, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're having a shit time of it, change it. Somehow. That seems like a good wrap-up. Thanks for listening to the Money Shot Podcast. Join us again next time for more business strategies you can apply to your business. Thank <laughs> you.